Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of Ecom Experts, Shauna Siegel. Well, hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to another week. Holy cow, what a week it has been. If you are somewhere in the Midwest, you guys know what I'm talking about. So if you're listening to our live show, today is Tuesday, November 19th. And if you're not in our chat room, come on in. We would love to have you because I have an awesome, awesome, awesome guest for today that you are definitely want to get to listen and do a holiday checklist. And actually, you guys will probably remember her from last month. She wrote that wonderful ebook about the secrets to natural website conversions. And we were just talking how small of a world it is because this woman was like born in the city next to me that got all the fun crazy stuff and I'll just say Kim you missed out on a good time (laughs) yeah so so I hear (laughs) oh my gosh you know what's really funny is um and I was like holy cow um my best friend had called the house because I put on Facebook if anybody hears that we have a tornado warning could you call me because my our power just went out and we were watching the TV. She called us and said there's a tornado in Cass. And I was like, oops, get in the wow. basement. Yeah. That was crazy. Freaky. Yeah, there was a lot. I'm I don't know. We don't get that kind of excitement here in Pennsylvania. Well, you know, I I grew up in California, so the most excitement we had was, you know, the the little shakes that you get occasionally. <laughs> That's what I call them. The earthquake, yeah. um, you know, and there's no warning. At least with this stuff, there is some warning. I can be happy about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so here's like the big deal. We are, what, nine, ten days from Thanksgiving, Black Friday? That's yes. What, like, where did I'm the not year ready go? yet. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Where did the year go? Holy cow. Holy cow. So, all right. So we have, Kim has been awesome. She has this awesome, awesome book that we're going to give you a link to. Um, and it's the Holiday Conversion Tips. And I'm loving this. As soon as I read this, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I think I really want you to go over, like, the first four with me um, because these are just absolutely wonderful. I'm loving what you got. So let's hit it. Okay. Uh, Do you want to start off? Do you want me to lead? Well, uh, let's talk about findability. Okay. Findability is often confused with searchability. I, but I use um, findability as um, a way to describe the terms that we use mm-hmm. when you're writing your copy, when you're coming up with navigation labels, when you're coming up with your product descriptions. Uh, you want your content to be the same as the search terms that people are going to be using to find your website. So they're kind of closely related. Um, findability is something um, closely related to taxonomies and information architecture and stuff, but 
for you know for my use i just like to say to people use language that we can understand and i'll give you an example i just i i worked on a website that sold software applications and nowhere on the site did they use the word software applications they called everything cloud <laughs> and a lot of people don't know cloud is except for that thing that apple does on your phone yeah and and i it was unbelievable and the the it was very academic sounding and i don't think that everybody who was the target market was going to understand what it was that they were selling so that to me was a great example of not using language i mean you can use some terms if you want to mix advanced and um you know newer you, you kind of have to know your your customers know your audience and give them you know as if you're just going to talk to them in person mhm mm i and and it's very important to understand those words and understand the customers coming in because a lot of times maybe yes you can get them into your site because you know Google's all about intent but then once they get there using some other word that they understand and they get there because Google says well this is your intent then we've got issues once they're there which goes into the next one about like understandability once they're on a site right Right, and that's actually a really big one. A lot of websites don't help us make decisions. They don't point us in the right direction. Um, some of the biggest mistakes are with forms and applications. Uh, for example, when you're filling out um, a shopping cart, um, there's not enough information to even begin filling out the shopping cart. Um, where do you start? What happens after you push, push the submit button? That's my favorite one. Uh, you know, is is there going even before you finish the cart? Is there a chance to print out something before you hit the submit button? Uh, do you get an email confirmation? These are all things that a lot of of websites forget to do, and we really need a lot of reassurances at every single step so that we know what to expect and when we don't know what to expect that's where the doubts creep in and boy when in doubt leave the site go to somebody else another website that's easier to understand and, and use uh -huh. so it's really people are like oh you know my my users will know what to do <laughs> no it, you know in your dreams you know people really do they have short memories. They're of all different ages. Um, there's so many reasons just to make sure that you provide information to help with making decisions. I, um, I agree so much. My biggest pet peeves is when I go into a cart and I put my address and then it says continue. So wait, what does continue mean? Does the continue yeah. mean that it's done, it's over with? Does continue mean I've just submitted my order? Does it mean I'm going to go visit La La Land? Where am I continuing to? What happens next? Right. And one of the things that does happen, it depends on the payment method, but sometimes the path, if you're using PayPal, I have seen this so many times. You, you they they t they'll take you to PayPal 
and the way to get back is a little confusing. You're not 100% sure that you've actually made that payment to PayPal. So, you know, every single shopping cart, no matter who you use, you have to go through the process and make sure and put it in front of people. Ask them to use it. Come up with test products and, and things like that. Make sure that, that they know how to use it without getting lost. And it's always like the stupidest little things that confuse us the most. Oh, my! you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, and I always thought that Facebook, it's so easy to use. Anybody can use it. It's not a big deal. And then I volunteer at a food pantry two Tuesdays out of the month with this wonderful lady who helps me with checking in people on a computer. So you would think she knows exactly, you know, she knows computers. Well, we, I put her on my computer um, to find on Facebook so she could show me her uh, daughter's new baby, her new grandbaby. And as I watched her, it was like, she didn't know what to click on. She didn't know where to go. She didn't. I'm, and I'm like watching this and I'm thinking, you know, if Facebook wanted to get more of that person, the grandmothers out there online, they're doing mm -hmm. an awful job. They need to sit with this lady and find and see how much difficulty she's having because there's no place that, to focus on to where she needs to be. Right. Facebook, um, my mother uses Facebook as well, and it took her a while to develop enough confidence to upload a picture or, you know, communicate with her grandkids. Um, you know, it's it's not really designed for, or you, I don't know, I hate to say that only young people can use Facebook, you know, like the younger you are, the more computer savvy you are, because that's not necessarily the case. Right. Um, in fact, a lot of young people are abandoning Facebook and finding other places for them because their parents are on Facebook and they don't like that. <laughs> That's very true. Very, yep. very true. <laughs> so, yeah. Fortunately, my mother knows just about everything about me, so I don't have to hide anything. But I, I'm a rarity. And... Uh, <clears throat> All right, well, let's do this. Let's take a real quick break. And when we come back, we're going to look at not only like the accessibility of your website, but what about what kind of devices people are using to find and look at your site? And are you bringing them into the equation? So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on webmasterradio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Why do over 15,000 small businesses love working with Infusionsoft? Because we believe in people and their dreams. We empower entrepreneurs and our groundbreaking tools help small businesses grow and thrive. We listen. We care. We serve our customers and we do what we say we'll do. We're always trying to find new ways to innovate and to improve our all-in-one sales and marketing platform. Most of all, from email to e-commerce, we help small businesses like yours succeed. Go to Infusionsoft.com slash radio to watch a free product demo. That's Infusionsoft.com slash radio. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. 
Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Help. Hope. Love. That is what the people of the Philippines need from us right now. Hope and love come from your heart. You can give that right now with your thoughts and prayers. Help is more tangible. Make a tangible difference in the lives of the 9.5 million people in the Philippines affected by Super Typhoon Haiyan. Please make a monetary donation right now to the Philippine Disaster Recovery Foundation at pdrf.org. Thank you. We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. One show at a time. Join your fearless leaders, chat with other LinkedIn gurus, and answer your LinkedIn questions. Rock the world with LinkedIn. On demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking about holiday conversion tips with our friend, Kim. And I, I love that you put together this wonderful PDF for everyone so that we can give them the link and share the information because it's mm-hmm. so good. And, you know, thank you. part of like what I love is you are talking about that readability. Like once they actually get there, you're using that natural style but let's talk a little bit about the, you know, accessibility, things like font sizes and so forth. Right. Accessibility is a term often used for special needs users. Um, and, but a lot, of, a lot of people don't know what it is. I recently gave a talk and I referred to accessibility and I asked the audience if they had ever heard of it and they did not. And I always try to define accessibility as not just for special needs users like um, those who use technology to access websites, for example, the deaf and the blind. Um, Accessibility is also for people who use eyeglasses and contacts, Mm -hmm. Um, older people, well, anybody actually, but, you know, older users, <laughs> like, you know, I hate to say that, but, um, you know, as we get older, our, our ability to see and our eyes do change. And so color contrast become a problem. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the fads, for example, gray colored text against colored backgrounds, a lot of people cannot see that text. That's a fad. And we want to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. Um so I always recommend to people test your color contrast, especially when you are using colored font colors against a colored background. Make sure that they contrast and meet the um, – there's different tools, and I actually have them. Um, one of my favorite free tools is in the download that we're going to share with everybody. Um, there are a couple exceptions to the color contrast rule that I have uh, because – some failures are actually not so bad. For example, call to action buttons that have a green background and white text. Mm-hmm. Technically, most of the time, those will fail color contrast tests, but 
they look okay. They grab the eye. They're not that bad. Um, you can you can test to make sure you've got the right color green. You know, for example, the same thing with orange and white. That those call to actions also t will most likely fail, but you can fiddle with the hex numbers a little bit if you really want to get fussy about it. Um, mm -hmm. The other thing is font sizes. And I try to tell people a minimum of 14 point, or I like to use with the CSS for, you know, your style sheet for the fonts, um, no longer 12, but try to stick to 14 points, pixels, whatever, um, or use percentages for flexible width design. And that's either 100% or 90, just test to see how it looks on different browsers and monitors and things like that. Um, the, well, the days of tiny font sizes are gone. Avoid them like the plague. <laughs> well, you know, you brought up a really good, you know, a, a good thing that we really should also look at is what are the devices that people are using to come into your site? Because yesterday I was talking to a client who said, well, we don't have that many mobile users and, you know, I don't have to worry about that. And I like said, okay, are you sure? Let's go look at the analytics. And of course we found out that one in five were using a mobile or small tablet to find, to be on her site. And it was like, see, that's 20% of your traffic. <laughs> right. And that number is going to increase. Yes. Yes. So I, I tell everybody just because Google analytics um, doesn't, indicate that you've got, you know, an 80% mobile use, trust me, it's going to go up. And there are, depending on who your target market is, there's certain countries that are more mobile reliant than we might be in the United States as well. So they have to really take into consideration their target customers when making these decisions. Um, and of course, mobile devices are everything from a cell phone to your tablets to, um, um, the fire Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. My Kindle. Um, I mean, I'm at the point now where I've got Netflix on my cell phone and I can watch TV for, you know, from my cell phone. It's, it's insane. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I just, I tell people do not rule out anybody. And if you are in e-commerce and you're trying to sell something online, You've got to be aware, you know, just go mobile That's and test. There's a um, Google has a page called the mobile playbook. And I did link to that in the download, the document that we're going to share with everybody so that there's more information on mobile for e-commerce design and things like that there. I love it. I love it. And, you know, here's one of the things that just kind of recently hit me. Um, you know, Amazon's driving down the price of their tablet. I think their least expensive one is like 139 And yeah. I think like a majority of what we would consider to be older, you know, type people maybe who are, you know, grandparents, great-grandparents have not picked up these tablets because – what if they need help? Well, Amazon's running these commercials that all you have to do is hit a Mayday button and a woman will pop up on your screen and show you exactly what to do. I think because of this, we're going to see more and more people starting to use those tablets. Oh, indeed. Definitely. You know. there's, just, there's no doubt. The prices are coming down. 
there's two different operating systems out there, you know, fighting for you, new customers. So, yeah. Yeah. And I love that they can hit a May Day, you know, and yeah. it's like even my grandparents, they're 84 and they're like th- thinking about getting one because they were worried about what if they needed help. They didn't want to bother us, blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> yeah. so, yeah, it's happening. Now, number six on this list, and we will give you the full list at the end of the show, I promise you. Um, I love this one because um, – a lot of people don't even like do a test order on their site just to make sure what their customers are going for. So you're saying make sure to test all your forms and make sure that they work. Oh yeah. And it is amazing how many people don't understand that this is like the number one thing that they should be doing and not just once, but several times because weird things happen. Uh, They also might want to consider doing performance testing for example, like the healthcare.gov site, God only knows what happened with those those guys because their applications are, are a mess. But they were not prepared for the volume of people mm-hmm. to come to their websites. And the same thing for um, – I know that um, there's a local company. I don't know if I can say who they are, but they host – a lot of e-commerce sites, some of the most famous e-commerce sites and brands out there. And at this time of the year, they're scrambling to make sure that their servers can handle the holiday traffic. Mm-hmm. So every e-commerce owner has to make sure that in the, the you know that their shopping carts especially work, um, even if it's third party. And um, and forms too. And there's also like weird things that happen that will block a form from um, being completed. I, I've seen all kinds of weird things like requiring a fax number. Um, <laughs> a lot of people don't have them anymore. I don't even have a landline, let alone you know fax, and it can be done online. But but still, um, and requiring a phone number in some cases can actually stop. A, a conversion. So mm-hmm. I, I write about this a lot um, about what you should require and not require. But the bottom line is test it and test it, have other people test it. Mm-hmm. And not just locally, but from around the world. And give them, a, you know, t- something. When I test shopping carts for clients, I love the ones that have something cheap that I can buy. Instead of giving me test credit cards and, you know, test products and stuff, I'm more likely to buy a piece of jewelry or you wouldn't believe some of the stuff I've bought, Um, (laughs) you know, $3 sample of lotion or something just so that I can take the shopping cart for a real honest to goodness spin. And and I love that you're doing that because what – people don't realize is, is that person coming back to you a lot of times depends on what happens after the sale. You know, how quickly did they get a, you know, a tracking number? How quickly did it arrive? When it did arrive, did it look like you just threw it all together or, you know, it's a complete mess or does it look like you actually took the time and cared about me getting your box? Did you maybe... Put in a thank you, a handwritten thank you letter just to say we appreciate your business. I mean, there's so much that you can do after the sale to bring them back in and make sure that they just fall in love with you. And I think a lot of store owners forget that. Yeah, and it's kind of sad. I remember um, when like years ago, 
um, some of the small businesses that I helped out were so into the personal touch and like Etsy, those store owners are so good um, about leaving little personal thank you notes. Um, Sometimes I'll get things in the past and now where they'll put little sparkles in the box and, and just all kinds of stuff just to let you, you feel connected. There's one woman who I've ordered um, mugs, um, you know, home fired ceramic mugs and stuff like that three times because she's so fun to, you know, she's so eager to please. And, you know, she'll, you know, how are the colors? Did you like it? If, if something's wrong, just let me know, you know, I can fix it. A lot of the small and medium businesses, I think, have a huge advantage over larger brands when it comes to customer service and um, creating a, a, a more personalized association and relationship with their customers. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. Um, You know, these guys will will probably remember the ones that have listened to the show for a while, but we started a quilting store online using only social media to build the business. Um, And, you know, we wanted to at least do 60,000 in six months and we hit that goal, no problem. And it was all social media. But the biggest part of that was it, that handwritten message in each box. And then also sending them little like thank you gifts that cost us maybe 25 cents, 50 cents to purchase like little scissors. And they would go online and would brag all about what the package they just got. And then all of a sudden we get a bunch of traffic from, you know, their customers. So it was just like, you know, just put a little more effort in. (laughs) Right. It's really not that hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that you're talking about that. Yeah. I, I, I hate to see small and medium businesses, well, any business, but I, I really have a, a passion for them. And with Google acting in, totally insane, and it just seems like they are doing everything they possibly can, and they still can't, they're struggling against the corporate sites, you know, they have a lot of money and this, that, and the other thing. And I just keep telling them, get, you know, do the people to people, personalize everything, keep your name out there, find new ways to stay in constant communication with your customers and even and you will eventually you know you'll get I, out I, there. I, yeah. It, it yeah. might take a little bit longer, but I have to tell you, the small businesses that I've worked with and bought things from, I still remember them as opposed to some of the larger sites that I can't remember where I bought something from. Right. Yeah, because they're helping you to create a memory and they're mm-hmm. helping to get personal. And when we get personal and we create that memory, then we're going to remember it because I know me and mom were just talking about it today. You know, it's like as we get older, that memory is shot. So don't expect <laughs> us to remember unless you do something special. <laughs> right. Well, there, there's something else about conversions that a lot of people don't consider. And that's the fact that we're human beings. We're, and we have emotions and feelings and website designs that actually are designed knowing that we are emotional, feeling, thinking, 
hoping kinds of, of, of you know, users, visitors, guests, customers are the ones who are going to succeed over those who can just look at us as code and analytics and data. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Well, you know what? Let's take a real quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about, all right, now that somebody has landed on your page, are you meeting the visitor's expectation? Are you providing what they expected to find there? And one of the sites um, that I want you guys to kind of put in your back pocket, because we'll talk about it a little bit more later, is Attention Wizard by Tim Ash, because this is a great tool for you guys as well. I was thinking about this on one of the things we mentioned earlier. So I'll go, we'll go into that a little bit more. Um, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Ecom Experts on WebmasterRadio.fm. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting, and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. On demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. All right, so Kim, I have to tell you that, um, you know, one of the things that you kind of brought up was, you know, we're, we're kind of talking about this a lot, but like, you know, these people, they did, we have to tell them where we want them to go. We want to make it easy for them to read what they're going to read. You know, we're, we're trying to make sure that, like Tim Ash says in his landing page optimization, you know, use the rules from Steve Krug's Don't Make Me Think you know, these good call to actions, let people know what they do. And so um, I remember Attention Wizard, which is something that I use quite a bit. Put your website through Attention Wizard and find out where people are, you know, their eyes are immediately going to once they get to the page. If it's not the call to action that helps them to get where they're going, you've got problems. Right. You know, you have problems. So I love that in this, you're talking about that visitor expectation, you know, what are they expecting to find? Because what, what you know, I've also seen is they're expecting maybe to find uh, the product that they want to buy, 
but yet they can't find the add to cart button or how do they purchase it or any of that information. So I love that you talked about that. But you also told that doing kind of like a bait and switch thing too, if you can explain that to the listeners. That is something that um, I, let me see, I'm trying to. <laughs> Number I, nine was getting yeah, like no, the no, exact page. It's, yeah. it's something I, I'm trying to, because it's something that I, I also wrote about and I, and I presented in a talk, but what happens is I, I run searches for fringe boots often because I, I love French boots and I know periodically like if I, I want to see what else is out there I've learned over time that if I just type in fringe boots the search results are um, all pretty much bait and switch where I'm seeing the same style of boots the same pages and stores linking to the same exact products by the same brand and companies like Macy's like I took some pictures of like Macy's paid for a PPC ad to come up under fringe boots but the landing page there's no fringe boots there anywhere it's um rain boots or something like that um and the, <laughs> um and other like TJ Maxx did the same thing. Um, they there were no boots at all. So what's happening is these are misdirected PPC ads, which is like a whole nother topic. But I I know I don't understand why anybody would pay for an ad with that goes to a landing page that has nothing in a million years to do with what the PPC ad said. So, mm -hmm. and, and instead it takes somebody somewhere else. But in my case, I'm, I say baloney, I'm not following you. I came here specifically for a reason. You didn't pr provide it to me. I'm not only going to go there, but I'm going to remember that, you know, that you did this to me. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then the second thing I explained was how I learned over time, how to change my search queries so that I could get, something other than the top level search results. So I, I learned how to add like unique fringe boots or hippie fringe fringe boots or bohemian ones. And the search results were completely different. And I was more likely to click onto a page that showed up and actually go to a page that met my, my search query. So uh -huh. that's what that bait and switch is all about. And, you know, I've often heard people say, well, you know, I see the other big guys do it. And it's like, okay, the other big guys, people know their name. And if it's like Target, well, maybe if it catches your distraction, you might go look at it because it is a big brand. But if it's your small, medium, you know, you're just wasting money and it's hard for them. I think it's hard for some to understand that because they do see these bigger guys doing it and they think, well, maybe one of them will, you know, want the product I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's insane. I mean, yeah, those guys have money to blow and throw around. I mean, look at healthcare.gov, $172 million on that site and it's still not working right. So just right. don't copy these these big corporate brands because I don't know they're like from a different planet. <laughs> yeah, you know most small businesses can't afford to throw that kind of money away, and if you do have it to throw away, throw it at me. Okay, so <laughs> right, right, exactly. 
All right. So here's another big thing that I see a lot of times is like people say, well, this is the title tag that my competition uses. Is that a good idea? Oh, no. Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, yeah. And I love you put be creative. Oh, yeah. Be unique. Be yourself. Be creative. Um, put action words also in the title tags. Uh, especially if you are linking to product pages, um, you know, with the product detail page, you can, there's a little bit more leeway there. The, the point is you really want somebody to click into that product page. So the code snippet has to be really interesting and different from everybody else's mm -hmm. and everybody has free shipping. So find another way to present a different value proposition, um, that's, just different. I hate to say it, but you, you do have to kind of come up like another one that I saw somebody do not long ago was every new person to buy a product got a $50 gift certificate to, Oh geez, I forget where it was. Might've been Visa or something like that, but they got $50 in play money. Oh yeah. And I mean, not everybody can do that, but the thought behind it was everybody else, you know, they already did free shipping and they already had a lot of other free, free stuff. So what else could they do to offer an incentive for new people to make a purchase? And that was what they did. You know, I thought it was really interesting. The target special that they ran, I think it was almost two weekends ago where it was like bring in whatever type of iPad you have uh, we'll give you a $200 gift card and it was interesting because after the sale was over you could actually still go in because they had this other company doing it you could still go in and trade you know for some money it may not have been exactly that much but people who did go in there and do that they turned right around and they bought the latest and greatest ipad and it was like you know this is how they got people to come in and sell out completely out of all their ipad ipad minis everything you know and it was like they still made money at it guys <laughs> they just put it to you a different way Right, right. The same thing with like T-Mobile. They got rid of their, they call have something called jump now. So if you get a new phone, you can jump to a new one in three months instead of two years. There's no contract, no, no nothing like that. <laughs> so I think companies are, are coming up with new ideas and because it's, it's just really competitive out there. Mm hmm. Yeah, it is. And you're right. They're like the cell phones. It's like they're always trying to come out with something to be different than what the other guy is doing, you know, and trying to make sure that we know this. Um, like I talked to Sprint today and they've got a new, I don't even like Sprint Strife or Strike or something like that. But it's different than the 4G and LG because it's going to have 30 to 60 megabytes. And I'm like, Okay, so we got to come up with all these new fancy words. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so the point is you do have to get creative and, you know, you can look at these cell phone companies and look how they're all trying to be creative. And I think the main thing is, you know, how do you apply that to your business? Just look right. at the marketing. Well, yeah. like in, in one of the examples that I used is something that I saw a friend do that I thought was so awesome. She has a jewelry site. 
and the jewelry that she features is all done by she actually looks for for jewelry designers mm-hmm. and presents their products um by she she literally goes to like wherever these artists are whether it's like a flea market or or something like that and she'll videotape them on the spot so that that you know she you can see their display of the different pieces that they make she will ask them questions like well what inspired you to do this piece you know tell me a little bit about that piece and it's ingenious because she'll put the video on you know she actually has a section for each artist so you can search by artist you can see the videos interviews of them it it clearly increases the conversions for her site and it helps her rank better for people who are looking for that artist right right and she does a good (laughs) job of introducing the new artist and um, I think I, I just think it's amazing. And and another thing that I've seen people do is um, like if you're selling online um, courses, mm-hmm. take a lesson from colleges and universities where they I've seen them in, let the professor provide a video of themselves going over the syllabus or however you say that word. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, this is what the course entails. And they talk a little bit, just a couple minutes about the course, but you can see them in the classroom, you know, what they look like, how they sound. Um, and that helps make choices for courses. And if you translate that to, um, like online courses and things that where you would never even see the human being that you're that you're working with, um, still having some sort of a physical idea of your tutor, uh-huh. you know, helps. It's again, we're going back to this human to human connection stuff, and, and video right. is really helpful with that. Yes, video, demo that stuff, do reviews and you know, you make you are supposed to be an expert in what you sell. One of the sites I love is Gundog Supplies. You know, Rob Snell's brother Steve Snell, everybody knows he loves to hunt. So he gets on there and says, you know, this is the best product I use for this particular purpose. And why? And maybe there's some things that suck about it and this other product does it better, but he's always honest and, you know, truthful and out there. And these people come back for his advice and buy the products from him. It's brilliant. Brilliant people. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw him deliver a talk on that and I was really blown away. Yes. Yes. And you know, what's really interesting is he said his brother's not a writer. And, you know, he's a hunter. So what he does is grabs a video or a recording device and he just sits there and interviews his brother about what did you think about this and why is that important? And he'll ask questions that his brother may think are just crazy or silly or whatever it may be. But it's coming from it's going back to what we first talked about using a language that people will understand, you know, and so they do a great job of that. Great, great job. Now, I know we don't have much time, and I want to make sure that we kind of, like, we give them time to get your uh, ebook because this is just awesome what you created for the users. But one of the big things everybody talks about is making it personal, making it personal. How can store owners help to create more of a personalized experience? By getting to know who their target customers are and okay. 
different ways that they do that, whether it's, um, I mean, some companies still send out catalogs, uh, the newsletters. Uh, when they log in, you can give them, you know, we're starting to get into some advanced stuff here, but once somebody logs in, you can actually give them a, an experience based on who they are and where they've been. Etsy, again, does this a little bit. They keep track of what I've bought from them so that when I log in, they, they're ready with suggestions for things that they think I might like. That's a personalized experience. Mm-hmm. And, and the, you know, it's, I think all of this that we've talked about is about making a connection whether mm-hmm. it's through the personalized website or th- when we send them the products um, and making sure that we make things easy is pretty much what it all comes down to, I think. Right. Another example is, I, I thought this was pretty cool, back to the fringe boot thing, but I there was some sort of a discussion on my Facebook and somehow we, I, I ended up putting links to um, a couple of different products from a website called Back, back to the Saddle. And they found that they saw that so they immediately sent me some more emails like oh yeah we saw you like this product you know here's a, a link to it you know they jumped on that oh and i thought my that gosh. was really interesting oh my gosh that is very interesting that's like making sure that you're watching about people talking about your brand i love it All right so yeah. um if you could i'm going to put the link in our chat room, but can you tell our listeners where they can find the awesome little ebook you created for them? Yeah, I will be putting a, a, a link to it on createpc.com for, you know, later, but it's C-R-E-8-P as in Peter, C as in cat.com. It's my createpc.com site slash all one word, holiday conversions tips.pdf. Awesome. Absolutely awesome. Thank you so much. This is so wonderful. And if you guys saw our blog post today um, about the radio show, go over and head to it in about 10 minutes. I'm going to put the link to that ebook in that blog post. And then also we'll be sending it out on Friday with our newsletter. So that's blog.onechoiceforyourstore.com where you can pick that up right away if you weren't able to grab it. And Kim, thank you so much Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Where can people find you and get a hold of you if they want you to help them with their with the website usability and making sure everything's like absolutely perfect? Internet Marketing Ninja <laughs> is the company that I work for, and that's where I do usability audits and phone consults and all kinds of testing. You name it. If it has something to do with the front end, I can test it. So and you love just have to get it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was going to say, I saw on there that you said that you love working with businesses of all sizes. All sizes. We, you know, <laughs> I love matter. that. I love that. Okay, perfect. So thank you so much for being with us today. And guys, um, one of the things, I don't know if you caught it, but yesterday, um, Google Webmaster Central did this awesome webinar. You can find it on YouTube. Um, I also put, I'll put the link of it in the blog, but they were doing live site reviews and they were talking about 
everything that we just talked about and then some. So I highly recommend checking it out. It was really, really cool. So I'll put that link on the blog post as well. And Kim, I hope you have like the most awesome Thanksgiving and Christmas yet. And thank you so much for coming back again. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much. And happy holidays to you as well. Bye, everybody. Happy, uh, not happy holidays for us because we will be back next Tuesday. Then it will be happy holidays for us. So, <laughs> guys, I will see you again next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. or, yeah, 10, 11. Man, I'm off today. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. <laughs> This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.